Blog Talk Radio. Outsiders Boxing Podcast, where they only gonna give you the realest talking. Boxing, 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 boxing. Outsiders Boxing Podcast coming to you live, folks, on this last day of the month coming in March. On this here 31st. Man. Man, oh man. What a weekend. What a month. What a time to be alive, folks. Once again, the sun is beaming. The weather's looking nice. The birds are chirping. I'm walking around with my morning. All is good. In the neighborhood, folks. Um, man. <sighs> Other than car problems that I've been having, my fucking Dodge. Dodge. It's the reason I never got a Dodge before. Been in the shop for the last since Thursday or Wednesday. One day, left on foot, felt like I was back in high school. Let me tell you, man, it sucks. I hadn't been in tune with the people on the streets for a very long time. And when it did happen, it was just like, yeah, back in those times. It, was, uh, it, wasn't, it wasn't fun at all. But thanks to a snowflake that happens to be around when the sun's up, you have a life vest to make sure you don't sink. Things of that nature, you know? You know, some of us are blessed. Borrowing another woman's car, you know? But um, other than that, man, that's the only complaint I got about this month. <clears throat> Besides Dodge trying to charge me $1,000 for an actuator fix where the part cost $35. The installation is no more than a 2 plus 2. I'll slap the shit out of somebody. Wish I might pay a thousand dollars for something like that. I just don't have time. Whatever. In a nutshell, blase, blah, whatever you want to call it. <sighs> Hope you guys are doing better in that department than me. Oh uh, yeah. So um, I feel like a lazy piece of shit right now because I just woke up about thirty minutes ago. But I don't care because it's the weekend. Been working hard Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yesterday was for the boys. An old boy. <laughs> Did old Uncle Archie have a lot of fun yesterday? <laughs> Woo! Show sure this. Oh, that reminds me. Yesterday. This fucking guy, Willis my good friend, 
He wasn't saying nothing the whole game when De'Aaron Fox was swatting the shit out of Cliff Paul. And then as soon as the Rockets pick up the W, text me 11. Things like that. All right. We have that one. Called Willa later on in the day. Or he called me. That's right. And he turns into a comedian all of a sudden. Speakerphone. Yeah. Whatever. But anyways, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let's take it to my guy from Houston, Texas. God's country, as those folks say over there. <laughs> or whatever. Willa, congratulations on the win. Your team eliminated mine from playoff contention. But it's okay because they're all babies. And next year we coming for heads, brother. But for now, how you doing, my good friend? It's always good to hear from you. <laughs> duh, duh, duh. Another one bites the dust. Duh, duh, duh. And another one bites the dust. First the Lakers gone, then the Kings are gone. Another one bites the dust. Hey, you talking about playoffs? Another one bites the dust. Hey, 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 Fucked around and scored a triple double. <laughs> you know how we do. Eliminate niggas. Not only did my boy James Harden <laughs> do his thing this weekend, another one of my favorite guys, the motherfucker in two. Woo! The real Garcia, the, undergo- the undefeated Garcia. You know who we're talking about. You know, did his thing. Harden did his thing. My son, he's in flag football league, six years old. He got four touchdowns, ran two, caught two, but the two passes he caught were screen passes for like sixty. Won the game. If I had a kid playing football, he ain't getting none of those. He ain't getting what? No screen passes. Or no touchdowns. What are we talking about? That's what. <laughs> That's what the old men were talking about. We got old guys, they're talking noise. You know, they're upset. They came back. They think they're winning because, you know, in the little league, you got to let everybody play in the flag. So, you know, my son, he comes off for a little bit. Our a little uh, our Mexican guy, uh, Alexander, who's a quarterback, he had to come out a little bit. So they, they came back. They thought they were doing something. Ten seconds left. We called pass two. We only got four plays. We got – Run, run one, run two, pass one, pass two. We ran pass two. Kian's on the outside, 10 seconds left. <laughs> Gets the snag. <laughs> Skates, 60-yard TD, touchdown. Game over. Get these guys out of here. So, been a wonderful weekend. Got to see a little motocross. Never did that before. Seen that before in my life. It's pretty – it was pretty it – was, it was interesting. I would probably do it again, especially with free tickets. Um it was a lot of motherfuckers in there to see that shit, so it's it's bigger than I thought. Um, so I had a great weekend, man. Glad to be able to talk boxing. You know, got to talk a little uh, 
little with JP on Friday night, man, uh, on a late Friday night talking about uh, I can't even remember. I was on uh I was on that the that weed and drink, so I, I don't even remember. I just remember talking to him and then having to get off because he was trying to do spoilers for us. You know, black people, they can't get people two weeks, three weeks before they need to start going into to the movie, telling us exactly every situation. <laughs> you know how black people are. So I had to get off. I hope JP didn't take any offense to that. I don't think he did, but I, I want to see the movie without niggas telling me what the hell was going on. But besides that, man, great weekend. Um, and, uh, yeah, can't wait to talk, talk this boxing. What kind of car are you driving, Willa? I got a Dodge Charger, dog. That's, I also wanted to say that. You say a lot of people give Dodge a bad name. Now, I just bought my wife a new whip. We still got the Jeep, uh, the, the Grand Cherokee or something. So it's still in the same thing. I, I enjoy uh-huh. my Dodge. I got my old-ass Dodge Charger that I'm letting run until it falls off, and I'm thinking – I'm thinking the wheels are going to fall off at any minute, but this motherfucker's going strong. I ain't take it to the shop not one time. It's a, what is it, a 13? No, it might be a 09. I'm tripping. I got a 09 Charger. Swinging it. My wife broke, my wife got in an accident in it, broke my rims off, so now I'm just rolling black caps. And I'm taking it to, I'm taking it till it dies. I told her one day I'm going to call her like, hey, you got to come pick me up. That's why I'm riding this Dodge. So yeah, boys, a lot of people talk down on Dodges. Maybe I just got lucky, but my shit, my shit's been going strong since, uh, yeah, since since um before I met my wife. So that's like seven, eight years. Yeah, I mean, this is a uh, the first Dodge I owned, and when Canelo fought Julio Cesar Chavez Jr., it's about a six-hour drive from where I'm at from Vegas, and this same vehicle broke down on the way back in the middle of buttfuck nowhere, Boron. And, I mean, no lie. <laughs> you ain't shit for that. <laughs> hey, but, man, I'm telling you right now, if the Hills Have Eyes was in 2017 at the time, and you would see a town that had a population of 50 people, it was the most uncomfortable feeling that night where there was the most dog shit hotel that costed $110 per night because they're just waiting for people to break down. So the same car I've been having issues with. She looked pretty and all that, but, you know. So hopefully... When I get this shit out the shop, everything will be all right. But um, anyways, Willa, do we have JP with us? Because I remember last time there was uh, somebody who was uh, giving an announcement that JP is not in at the moment. <clears throat> no, JP, he's he's in. He's in this time. We got JP and Janelle rocking with us early. Okay. All right. Well, cool. We'll take it to the Southern California and see what's good with JP. Uh, JP, what's good in the hood, man? How you doing, my good friend? RC, what's happening with your player? Uh, happy Sunday morning to you, Willa. Uh, tired, man. Been a, it sounds like we all had a, a interesting Saturday. Sounds like we all did a lot. It sounds like uh, Willa was doing some cooning as usual out there at the racetrack. <laughs> <laughs> you know, hey, those more black people than I thought, dog. Hey, that super <laughs> track, there was more the black people track. than I thought was going on. Hey, it was free. It was no, it wasn't. At, it was at NRG. It's like the 
you know, the traveling motocross thing, super motocross. Oh, Lord, you it was, was like, really hard cooning. <clears throat> yeah, that's what I thought. It was free tickets, though, and I got kids, man. So I'm just popping. That's, that was, that's considered cooning at all. When you get free tickets and you got a, a, a son and his friends and you can go, that's what you're supposed to do, man. I don't, I don't care what it is. Somebody say they got free tickets, like, all right, I'll take my son and his friends. All right, let's go. Let them enjoy life, mm-hmm. though. Let them enjoy life is what they say. <laughs> yeah, it comes to all that. right. <clears throat> yeah, we that's what we do. We we do all the fun stuff. But um, as for myself, man, had had my boy over and his whole family. So uh, you know, my boy, y'all here on the on the podcast with me, Eugene. Him and his whole family was over. Had a few other friends over, man. Um, we basically, with a little help from our wives, put back two fifths of vodka. I bought a 36-pack of Bud Light. I don't know how many of those we got through. So basically this morning, my favula is hanging. Do you guys know what a favula is? Well, I don't. No, sounds gay. <clears throat> well, it's the thing that hangs oh. in the back of the, the, the like fucking... The punching bag in the back of your throat, that thing that looks like a punching bag. So when you drink way too much, your body dehydrates, you know, that much. But when you go past that, your fovula will start to hang. Have any of you guys experienced that shit? No, I don't think so. I'm telling you. But um, that's where I'm at right now, man. We had the kids out. Probably had the kids out at about 11 o'clock last night, losing track of time. Um, had had the fire pit going, so I had, of course, the marshmallows, the s'mores. And then my secret treat that I like to do for the kids is starbursts. You put about three starbursts on your stick, and you let that get all nice and gummy over the flame, and that's a special treat the kids like. So <clears throat> did that till late, late, late hours, man. Probably didn't get to bed till 2 2.30, which is way past my bedtime. But I'm out here. I'm out here. Finna try to get this Sunday cracking, uh, get up to that gym, get that, get some of this drink up out of me. <clears throat> Might go hang out with Pops or something like that a little later. But uh, more than that, just getting, you know, trying to get the mindset for the work week. Now, that bullshit-ass Dodge. Now, you should have known better. Now, Dodge tricked y'all again. They came back out. Now, the last time they tricked us was with them, bu- them bum-ass intrepids that came out in the early 2000s. Everybody was getting on them Dodge intrepids. Or them yeah, the late 90s. Them oh, man, then none of them make it. Then then they came out in the early 2000s with the Magnum, which I liked, but I never got one. But you don't see none of them shits on the road. How you know what a good car is is by how many of them you see on the road 10, 15 years later. You don't see no Dodges. You don't see no Dodge Magnums no more. What, what happened to all the Dodge Magnums? Where'd they go? You know, um, them 300 Cs, where'd they go? These shits is pieces of junk, man. Don't ever buy that Dodge Ram. Don't buy that fucking Dodge Ram. If you're going to pick up, do not buy that Dodge Ram. It's cheaper. They're going to give you all the fucking specs. Or they're going to give you all the the. The the high-grade one with all the good shit on it, the big rims, the big engine. Don't do it, man. Just go ahead and go in to get that Silverado or that F-150. I'd, I'd let you guys know to go in to get that Toyota Tundra, but a lot of, you know, old heads and Chevy fans will not 
allow themselves to drive a Toyota pickup truck. But I'm telling you, for the bang for your buck, that Tundra is the one. Um, but, yeah, them Dodgers is bullshit. Always have been, man. I know they stylish. That Hemi looked pretty in them new Challengers and all of that shit. But when I was out there for a car about last year, no, two years ago, I went on and uh, I got me the 2015 Honda Accord. And that's what I ride. Um, my wife drives a right two now, thousand. Sir, if you don't mind me asking, because uh, I, I I came from a, a I had a, a Mitsubishi Eclipse uh, that I just mm-hmm. sold that I got the Challenger with the profit from that. And uh, mm-hmm. I remember back at the old show at OTG, Willis said that you can't pull no hose in a Mitsubishi Eclipse, which I beg to differ. Oh, back in the day, <laughs> the Eclipse was the shit. The, the eclipse was the shit back in the day. That was back in the day. Oh. We talking about three years ago, though. I remember that shit, Willis. Oh, I don't know about three years ago, but I know yeah, back in the late nineties, early two thousand. Yeah, eclipse, you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We talking about two thousand. He had that two thousand eighteen, dog. Well, you could get the Fast and the Furious bitches, a gang of Asian hoes or something like that. All them Fast and Furious type bitches, man. You Ain't no Asian body in them in Central California. <laughs> There's Asian hoes out there for sure. <laughs> Jimmy Sushi's out there. There's all kind of sushis out there. But I'm man, just going and look, man, if you practical and you just gotta get to working back, go on and bust down and get you one of these goddamn Asian cars like I got. A Honda, a Toyota and a motherfucking Nissan. I don't think you can go wrong. With none of them, just going and bust down, man. I got the V6 one with the moon roof. I feel like I, I fuck with you charger niggas a little bit, you know. I got the V6 one, so I'm I'm pulling up on the side of y'all like what it do, hey. you know what I'm saying? Hey, you know that you really didn't do. mention chargers. You didn't mention chargers when you were talking about the shit car, the Dodge Charger. I see them everywhere. I have one. It's a. Hey. It's, it's lasted to the, through the test of time. We're talking about this. It might be at, they it's right. close to three hundred thousand. I think they are right. Oh, that's good. Yeah, now you, I think the Charger, and, and a... out of that Dodge franchise, I think that Charger is probably the best one. But I don't like them, man. I know that when they first start coming out, like when Willa probably got that 09, very stylish. But them shits was, like, empty to me. Like, ain't nothing in them. It's just too cavernous, you know what I mean? So that was my gripe with, yeah, it's big. with the Charger. Yeah, it's got a lot yeah. of room. But yeah. they say that radio, I got the little upgrade. Uh, I got the little upgraded shit, man. Hey, my, hey, my, I don't even have no bang. My system, dog. I just, me and my son, we just sometimes just turn it up and just chilling in the driveway, dog. That shit is so, it's, oh, it's, wow. it's magnificent, man. So, hey, I rock. Yeah, that, that, dog. Only had that, one. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, that's the thing, man. Long. When I have my Mitsubishi, yeah. I love LA traffic. Contrary to popular belief, how people talk shit about LA traffic, I, I'm. In LA, just bobbing and weaving, but with this fucking boat, the Challenger that I have, man, I I, I really have a hard time parking this bitch and all that stuff. But you know what? That's that's my baby. But uh, <sighs> fucking Dodgers, man. These fucking Dodgers. Man. Did you say they want to rack up out of you for something that costs thirty five dollars? Yeah, you know, little Mexican. I work. I work at. I work at a mechanic shop. So uh, I just got the diagnostics from when uh, I went to take it to Dodge because I had a couple of recalls. So I left it there for a couple of days. And as soon as I get got back from those recalls, you know, I got like a free alternator, all that kind of shit. So they put a, a good amount of money into it. And as soon as I got that car out the shop, maybe a week later, this shit started happening. So 
I, uh, yeah, and he was like, you know, it's going to cost about $1,000, you know, wiping his hands together and shit, this fucking greasy piece of shit that it was. Like, bro, like, I, I looked it up. The part's like $35. Like, is y'all labor like $900 an hour? Because all you have to do is just unplug and put it in. You just have to sell it in. But um, for what do you say? Crazy, <clears throat> I'm sorry, what was that? What do you say? He walked away. <laughs> <laughs> he walked away when I told him I work at a shop, and I think I knew what it costed. So yeah, I mean, it was around uh, one thousand to fifteen hundred. He said to do that shit. I was like, man, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, but that's neither here nor there. My shit should be out by tomorrow, and thankfully that uh, my snowflake got two cars, and I picked up the Acura that she had and been rocking with that one for for the last few days. And man, <sighs> yeah. It's just been a hassle for me. I don't like that shit, man. Like, yeah, they, they've been getting me. But you know what, uh, fellas, we'll take it to Janelle. I wonder what Janelle's pushing. I bet he, you know, he he's a fighter and all that. And with Mighty Phenom um, construction or, or, or all that stuff he's got going on, I'm sure Janelle's probably pushing something pretty heavy. But you know what, let's take it to NY real quick. Let's see what's good on that. Hey, let me get Janelle probably got a, I'm going to say Janelle has a, what is the big Mercedes? What is the biggest Mercedes they got? Is that a C class or something like that? He probably got he probably got the biggest. Oh yeah, S six. Yeah, he's probably got the biggest. Yeah, the biggest car, the Mercedes, but it's probably like a ninety six. Ninety six big Mercedes. That's what I'm gonna say. Wow. <laughs> that's, <laughs> well, well, that's. Funny. Well, but Janelle about to come in. Janelle, <laughs> wow, y'all Janelle, banging on me crazy. What's good, man? Wow. How you doing, bro? What's pop? I'm, dri- I'm driving the spawn. I got spawn to go to. I'm going to knock some heads off right now. Uh, How y'all what, doing, what, though? What you, what, you, what you driving right now, good sir? I got two cars. Right now, I'm dri- I have a C300 uh, Mercedes-Benz. Uh... And my other car is, is a X is a X three of BMW. That's SUV. Mm. Mm. You in the small well, house, Janelle? Why, why you ain't get the big house, Janelle? <laughs> hey, hey, you know what Cam? Huh? You know what Cam said about that, Doug? Say what? I said you you heard what Cam said about the X five. I think right. You was going to get baby five. mama. We're giving the baby uh, next mama, year's man. I'm getting new cars next uh, next year, 2020. I like that Mercedes-Benz you, Maybach coming out. That shit look tight. That Maybach? Maybach? I'm going to cop a Maybach Ooh. Mercedes-Benz 2020. Yeah, that shit look tight. That shit look tight. Well, well, let me click up. Let me get that. I should be in San Diego by next year. I should move to San Diego by next year. I'm moving to San Diego by next year. You know, I got some soccer mom cars. You like a fancy <laughs> soccer no mom out there. Ah, <laughs> uh, man. Actually, I'm going to be in San Diego next year, though. I'm moving to San Diego next year. So, Janelle. I got some folks that's from New York. You, you got two cars in New York. Is it really, do you get to drive them that much? I'm, I'm talking about, like, how bad traffic is and shit like that. Well, if, if I'm looking at well, I don't live in New York City anymore because, like, I'm, I'm kind of done with the city life, man. It's just, like, it's it's too crowded, uh, too much traffic. I live in central New York, which it's less traffic. You know what I mean? 
it's also less expensive to live also, but I have a lot of my business up here. I ain't trying to live in New York City anymore. It's just too uh too crowded. Too crowded. You know what I mean? Is it like the so country? Okay, or I miss some country city? areas around here, but I'm not I miss country areas, yeah, but I'm not in the country though. I'm not okay. that just uh I'll connect it from the city, I mean <laughs> you know what I mean? Actually, I'm driving past the country right now as we speak, though. I'm driving to go to, like, I drove, like, 35 minutes to go to up Spar up, up in uh, Saratoga area, but I'm cutting through the country area right now. These areas are, like, you know, you see me driving by, they be looking, fucking turning their heads and shit. These, these, these fucking white dudes out here. You know what I mean? You know what they thinking. I got you. But, I got yeah, you. But I, I, mean, I mean, I feel, I feel that man. Like, yeah, I, I, I just been having car problems since Wednesday, and it's been a headache, man. Like, I mean, it, it, yeah, it, it's, it's all in all, just whatever. But whatever, neither here nor there. We could talk about another headache, which is the fights that have happened this week. And I'm talking about the guy who really tried to put over so much by saying the real Garcia undefeated. Blah blah. We're not gonna talk about him right now. But we can talk about the first topic in which we have listed for us. It's Alexander Vasek with the TKO stoppage against Dodu Ngumba. <laughs> I wish I could say it the way that Willis did on Wednesday. <laughs> but, um, you know, fellas, I'm not going to lie to you. Um, was out all day yesterday. Did not get to check it for myself. A little upset that I wasn't able to do any of that kind of good stuff, but hey, you know, it, it, it was one of those kind of a weekends. Um, it was snowing in Central California, even though it was very sunny and things of that nature. But um, yo, <laughs> well, we were talking about this on Wednesday, which I was joining you guys on and off because I told you I was grocery shopping and all that shit. There's crying babies. Oh man. Yo, I thought I was going to be able to stay on the line with you guys, but to hear these little fucking kids crying every place I was at and these little fucking badass, naughty-nosed-looking kids, just, yo, it, it, it makes me happy that I don't have any children right now, to be honest with you, because I, I, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> but, Willa, this fight that had happened yesterday, which is the headline of our show. Were you able to check this one out and please break it down for us if you were able to, my my good friend? Well, I was at the uh, motocross, of course. Um, so I was be, I was checking it out on my phone. Um, you know, shout out to the to the website. Checking it out on my phone. Also checking the Rockets putting in that good work. So I was going, but I I got to see. Um, the Vasquez throw a lot of lead rights. He looks very, he, you know, he's got that Kovalev feel. He's got that Russian feel. He's throwing jabs, <coughs> jabs and right hands coming forward. Uh, you had a little guy in there. Um, I, I, what, how, how did you say his name again? Did I say it right? Because I, 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 I thought I Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't even. I couldn't even. I could do the languages. Don't do yeah, Ngumba. Yeah, but it's the same thing. So it's yeah, I think yeah, Dodo and Doomba, some whatever his name is. He was in there. He was trying to that fight. Was, and I thought maybe you, you know, know. I said fluently, but uh, 
Yeah, no, I, yeah, I'm, I've never been to Africa. I don't know too. You know, I don't fuck with Africans like that. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, he was in there trying to fight. He got hit with, like, from what I saw, like he got hit with the right hand and the gut. He sort of like, I don't know what the fuck happened. I, you know, I, I was like I said, I was on and off. Looked like he got hit with the right hand to the gut. He sort of like backed up and then like fell into the ropes. He didn't go all the way down. So I thought he got hit in the nuts maybe. And then I think he they he got counted out or stopped. I, I don't I can't really I, I you know, I didn't check it out like that. But it was the same old shit. This guy was just coming forward, giving them right hands to the face, um, doing a little, little body work. Um, but yeah. Just a lot of just coming forward. Just looks like a Kovalev out there. And hit him in the stomach, and I think that's how he dropped him. Like a straight right hand, that was good. Not even to the side, like they usually get knocked out. He hit him in the gut, but it didn't even look like it was that hard of a punch. I don't. I mean, I don't know. I think the guy was just getting beat up, and he uh, and he quit. I'm not a hundred percent on it. Another. African fighter that bites the dust as you were singing this morning. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, uh, we'll take it to JP. JP, were you able to check out the fights yesterday? Fight yesterday. I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say anything out of pocket because, as I mentioned, uh, did not was not able to see what happened yesterday. So JP, talk to us, man. Uh, did not see it, man. Did not make time for it simply because we know it's a showcase. And I'm just not into fighting to uh, yeah. watching, making time to watch a fringe fighter, you know, uh, uh, a prospect fighter fight, uh, a showcase fight. You know, I'm waiting for B-Ball, Gavorchtik to go ahead and do that. And that's when I'll tune into the light heavyweight division. Maybe some Marcus Brown in there. Aside from that, you know, I, I enjoy my weekends, man. Boxing, I'm not the, as hardcore as a fan who's going to just watch anything anything that's being put out there. You know, I don't watch – I love basketball. I love football, but I don't watch the the minor leagues of it. You know, I don't like the WNBA. I don't, I don't even like watching D-League basketball. You know, I like watching the good shit. That's what watching sports all about. You're, you're entertained by – something you deem as a as a um, as a feat of physical physicality that normal men can't do. So if it looks like normal dudes out there, I don't watch it. I like to watch the dudes that I when I look at them I say that's special shit going on in there. So no, I didn't see it. We knew what was going to happen. What was it a KO? What round we make it out of? But like I say, man, waiting for the for the, the the best fighters in the division to start fighting each other. They got to do it sooner or later. Yeah, no, no doubt, man. Because I mean, if you think about it, light heavyweight division, the middleweight division. I mean, damn, we could go down the list with the welterweight division and then the heavyweight division. There's a lot that could be going on right now. But as uh, I think I mentioned on Wednesday, I'm not going to schedule my. I'm not going to rush home for a showcase and, you know, things of that nature, even though you are most likely going to see a stoppage, which we all love in boxing. And uh, to no surprise, that's what they had. Now, uh, 
I think that Vacek is really he upped his profile as far as the what have you done for me lately business. And getting a guy out by a body shot, that is uh, always impressive because if you talk to any fighters and, 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 and things like that, they always talk about how people are prepared for a headshot and the body shots always hurt more than that because it's something that you could get caught breathing in with and things like that. So um, a body shot does not uh, 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 come into account as far as how many you, you could prepare for it as much as you can, but um, <clears throat> another one bites the dust, as Willis said. Uh, well, we'll swing it to Janelle. Janelle, were you able to catch the fight yesterday, my guy? Yeah, I did. Oh, uh, yeah, I did catch the um, the uh, dude quitting. I mean, I'm like Willis said, the guy. I'm the guy was oh, you're calling, beat up. You're saying he is, You're saying he quit. Yeah, oh, yeah, of course. He was getting beat up. He was getting beat up. He, it was about to get ugly for him. I think he got gassed or whatever it was. But, I mean, he was de- I mean, he definitely quit. He definitely threw in the towel on, on his own, wrapping his corner, throwing the towel. I mean, he knew he was going to lose. I, I mean, he knew he had no chance of winning the fight. Yeah, I mean, he was getting beat up, and it was just about to be a curtains for him. I mean, the guy wasn't doing much of anything, like the commentary even said. I mean, it was just like it was about to be ugly, basically. It's gonna be ugly, so we just quit. Yeah, be quit. What round was that in by chance, Willa? Because I didn't. Uh, um, I mean, Janelle. That was fifth round. Was that? Oh, fifth round. It was fifth round. Oh man, he didn't even get that deep in the water. Yeah, yeah, he hit him. With, yeah, yeah. He hit him with a body shot, and then he, like I said, he didn't go down. Like he just like leaned against the ropes, and then I think they, I think he started counting. I guess or no, or what did he do, Janelle? He just waved it off, or did he count? I mean, I mean, dude just clearly quit. He just, I think he said something about how um, some leg injury or whatever he had. It was, it was supposed some leg injury that he claimed he had, but then he saw after the fight was over, he waved off how he was walking around the ring. Hey, where's your leg injury? You know what I mean? So it was just like, yeah, he got hit in the bullshit. stomach. He get, so that's what I said. The, the stomach shot didn't look like it was hard enough to make him stop. So he was acting like his leg was hurt. It was breaking him down is what it was. I mean, it didn't look it hurt, but, but but like already he was getting broken down already from even before. He was getting yeah he was yeah he was broken down. Up. So I mean he just threw in a towel. You know what I'm saying? Rather than fucking, I mean he, that's not the heart of a true champion. I mean I don't care to see him yeah, on the no. anymore. But I didn't give him any chance of winning the fight anyway. I gave him no chance of hell on winning the fight anyway. And he clearly saw that guy had no chance, so he faked injury. You know what I mean? Yeah. It is what it is, man. That seventy thousand is probably that seventy thousand is probably you know two hundred and fifty back in the motherland. So he's got a paycheck. Yeah, I guess you could say that. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I'm sure that uh, whatever he got tripled the amount, quadrupled the amount, and uh, he it's go not gonna last to long. You heard? It's not gonna last long. You heard fucking Marcus and Dollar coming out of retirement. Oh, that Floyd Mayweather money done fucking ran out. I guess. But but he's coming back to fight. <laughs> he got his two big paydays against Floyd, but I mean he's coming back now because that shit ran out. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I'm not sure how the logistics work for all that, but I'm guessing if he legitimately retired, that <clears throat> the middleman Dana White will be taken out of the picture for that stuff. So uh, that is kind of leaning towards uh, 
a real life rematch if that does happen, which I know Will is jumping around excited about. No. No. Yeah, definitely not. Good. You know what time it is, fellas. But no, uh, uh, Vasek, um, were you impressed at all, Willa and Janelle, since you both seen this, and me and JP are just on the sidelines, uh, kind of going crazy for, or, 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 you know, I'm not going to say that, but I'm just saying how the, the the Lakers are going nuts for Lance Stevenson stepping on the guy's foot on a crossover that looked like he broke him down. What, what was the, uh, was the, uh, were you impressed at all, Willa and and Janelle, by? Uh, if it was the body shot, as you guys say, where he had him and, and made him quit, was it like uh, anything in 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 uh, the sense of the skills and the power was was uh, a little overwhelming to where you could give him a credible grade for the fight for his performance? Well, I think I think Kovalev would have would have probably dropped this guy, um, but it's similar. You know, it's just hard to tell. He was in there just beating up a dude. Um, the guy was trying to throw punches every now and then, but he was just walking him down. He was bigger from what I saw. I, you know, I didn't see anything extraordinary, extra special at all, really. It's like a regular, a regular guy. I mean, not a regular. I mean, he is a champion. I'm not saying regular, but just the same, same old stuff, just coming forward, throwing uh, jabs and, uh, and right and straight right hands. Janelle? Yeah, yeah. Um, um, like I said, I mean, I didn't see much of anything from both guys. I mean, just one guy was actually just a little, you know, had a little something more skill, but I didn't see anything in him really that was like, okay, wow. It wasn't like watching Errol Spence or Crawford or those guys or Lomachenko or those guys. You know what I mean? But, I mean, he did what he had to do to win. And the guy did what he had to do to win, and and it is what it is. But nothing spectacular, though. No, I feel that. I feel that, man. I'm with you guys. All right. Well, <clears throat> moving along, we can uh, switch it to the next one because I know Will is uh, really hyped about Justin Bieber in the boxing game, which is one, Ryan the Flash Garcia. Now, looking at the weigh-in and all that good stuff, uh, Jose Lopez looked like he would have been a, a game competitor, but Really just got beaten down. I've seen a little bit of this fight stoppage in itself. And Ryan Garcia, a guy who I look at as Dave Chappelle when he's the the, uh, crackhead talking about if you've got any more of those lower-level competition to Oscar De La Hoya. He put on a pretty good performance. Looked good. All that good stuff. But um, <clears throat> when it comes to the level of competition, eh. Eh. now he was headlining the zone, and you had Canelo, who was in the in the vicinity of him when he was saying that I think he's the best prospect in boxing, which, yeah, 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 <laughs> um, <clears throat> you know, so you might as well have Oscar De La Hoya with the a hand inside Canelo's back 
working him as a puppet to say these kind of things. And I honestly, I don't even think that Ryan Garcia, I've never heard him speak Spanish, never heard him comprehend the language or anything like that. So, um, uh, you know, could, uh, could be mistaken, but I really don't think that he understood a word that Canelo was saying. But Willa, your guy, Ryan Garcia, your guy, Saul Canelo, Clambuteral Alvarez, high praise for this young man. Your thoughts on his performance yesterday, my friend? Yeah, man. Hey, well, you, you, it's a lot of disrespect going on out here when it comes to this guy, our guy, you know, uh, outside this boxing podcast, you know, a top guy, uh, you know, in our stable. I don't understand where all this hate is coming from. Ryan Garcia did what he was supposed to do. He, um, Headlined the show, crowd, the stoppage, <sighs> made the guy, made the guy quit in the corner. You know, you're talking about Justin Bieber. You know, you call him Justin Bieber, but you know, Justin Bieber has put out multiple, multiple, multiple jams. You know, he's done what he needed to do, and he's done it in this. He's done it in his own lane. And that's what Ryan Garcia is here to do, you know. Justin Bieber isn't the best singer. He wasn't the best dancer. But he was a pretty boy that was good enough to make things happen. And that's what Ryan Garcia is. Ryan Garcia, he's one of these young up-and-comers. I don't think he's the most skilled, but he's the most followed. So when you say prospect in boxing, which is boxing entertainment, which I mean, which is sports entertainment, which is about getting paid, which is prize fighting, which is making money. Out of everybody out there, the guy that's going to make the most money is Ryan Garcia. So when he says top prospect, he didn't, you know, prospect means a lot of things. He is the top prospect. He's the number one guy. You know, Canelo ain't the best fighter in the game, but he's the top prospect. He's the, he's the top guy in the game. You see what I'm saying? So, Ryan Garcia did what he, he was supposed to do, hit this guy with shots, beat him up, uh, hit him with a right that, uh, that made him clinch up and hold him, hit him with an overhand right, gave that boy an uppercut, sent him to the ground. He almost did the split. He, he made it up, tall through the corner here. Ryan Garcia comes out there. After the fight, you know, you say he doesn't speak, he doesn't speak Spanish. Why does he need to speak Spanish? This nigga is American. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not holding that against him. Because he's American, I'm American. Speak English. That's cool with me. I'm not hating on that. And on the other side, you got Canelo, who refuses to speak English, and I'm not hating on that either because he's Mexican. This nigga, he's getting interviewed. Canelo understands everything this guy's saying. It looked like he was about to start speaking in English, then he caught himself and then started speaking. You know, he's he's playing that close to the best, so. You know, I could see both ways. That's why they've got Canelo as the big brother. You know, that's what Mayweather should have did to Broner. That's what, you know, that's what we need to see more of. We got Canelo coming in there. He's the big brother holding them down with the biggest, biggest brother, De La Hoya, holding both of these guys down. That's what Mayweather yeah. should be doing, trying to build legacies, trying to do, build stuff like that, trying to 
bring the bridges together, but he can't do that quite yet. Maybe he'll learn. De La Hoya's been in the game a little longer, and he, you know, he got, he got, he lucked up and got Canelo. So we'll see what can happen. But as far as Ryan Garcia, the realest Garcia, the number one Garcia, the undefeated oh. Garcia—that's what I like to call him. He does this thing. He's calling out Tank, Tank Davis. I still don't think he wants that yet. But he's he, but he, you know, he's talking down on him. So we'll see how that goes. That's going to be a whole little little thing. He doesn't want to see Tank Davis right now. He needs to get his skills skills together. Eddie Reynoso is doing an excellent job with him. Like what I saw last night, A plus ninety nine. If this was a test, he made a ninety nine last night. He went out. He got to go to the club afterwards. You know, he spoke very clearly. Unlike you know Deontay Wilder. He was making sense out there, you know. And, yeah, he did his thing. So, shout-out to my man, Ryan Garcia, a.k.a. Demilis Garcia. And you take a shout-out to brother, Deontay Wilder. That's crazy, man. Yo. <laughs> All right, okay. Now, he's Willis guy. He's Willis guy. Just to clarify things, not our guy. Because, uh, yeah, I'm not on that train. Seen him get buckled by somebody who's just another guy. Just a guy. But I'm not surprised whatsoever by the high adulation of Willard to Ryan Garcia and his performance. But hard to critique whenever somebody puts on a performance like what Ryan Garcia did yesterday. So, you know, the whole talk about Tank Davis. Come on now. (laughs) <laughs> Come on now, child, please. As one Chad Johnson, aka Ocho Cinco, would say. But JP, Will has got some high praise for Ryan Garcia, and after his performance yesterday, giving him an A plus and taking a shot at his brother Deontay Wilder. I mean, uh, uh, you know, <laughs> you know what time it is. <laughs> uh, well, if you did not catch the fight yesterday, that's fine because you could just uh, break down a little bit of what we're seeing from one Ryan Garcia at that, this per- particular point in time because, you know, they're trying to gas him up. Canelo's saying he's the best prospect in, in boxing and things like that. I think that Shakur Stevenson is a little better. But, uh, yeah, uh, break down a little bit of what you think of Ryan Garcia and if you've seen the uh, fight yesterday, which he kind of, you know, uh, headlined his own and, 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 you know, did his bidding. Well, I think the uh, comparison to – Justin Bieber is perfect because like Ryan Garcia, all Justin Bieber's fans are girls and young girls at that. No serious boxing fan thinks this kid is good. Willa is out here heavy cooning. Like he cooning hard this weekend. He didn't been to a motocross. He didn't took a shot at Mayweather for no reason. (laughs) Uh, and and decided to throw Wilder in there. Why not? Since we're, since we're cooning, might as well get all the next year talk about Shannon Sharp or some shit. But um, no man, uh, Ryan Garcia is pure hype. You know he hasn't. He, you're 18 and 0 guy. When you gonna fight somebody? You're 18 and 0. Most guys 18 and 0 with this platform. You fighting for a belt by now? You you a title holder by now? What you doing, buddy? Oh, we got to keep seeing you doing that stupid-ass shit online, trying to – doing that fast uppercut punch shit looking like – just looking stupid, man. 
whoever's buying I mean, I can't I know Willa has to be bullshitting with us somewhere here because this kid is not believable. He's fought nobody. He's fighting just all these golden boy dudes who work at the fucking mechanic shop in the daytime and come over here and box at night. You know, we don't know none of these guys. You fucking eighteen and oh, fight somebody, stop doing that foolish ass shit online because it doesn't make you look good or anything. It doesn't make anybody be like, Wow, all that's fooling is a kid. Oh wow, look how fast he is. But no adult who is able to assess you know, look at that thing and be like, Well that's pretty foolish looking. Why do you keep doing that? You know, who who's this for? A kid. So but he's a media creation, he's a part of this what what we're gonna have new, you know, and in coming into all sports and all all parts of society is your media backing, your social media backing, and that gives you more quality, your more worth. So his little media backing, we all you see how that's always mentioned with him, you know. But it don't got nothing with like we were talking about uh, him making that money in the long run because unlike Oscar and unlike Canelo. See, the thing to get that money we're talking about, you got to fight them people. And I don't know when this kid's going to start fighting anybody and do we believe he can beat anybody. So Canelo, Oscar, fought them all. Them dudes have fought them all, like Mayweather. So that's why they got the money. You got to fight. They're still fighting. It ain't about how many girls. It ain't about if you got the, the fucking check on your Twitter. You got the official account. It ain't even about how many millions of followers you got. They're still the fight game. And you got to fight people. At the end of the day, uh, I just, this kid is really, is annoying. He annoys the shit out of me. Uh, Tank Davis wants the smoke, but it's laughable. You know, nobody believes this kid. He's just trying to, you know, pick on a bigger tree. You know, he's just, you know, like my man say, he's just throwing rocks at the sun, man. So this this nigga got to really fight somebody (laughs) soon. And, um, you know, just quit all the, selling all the wolf tickets like you really want some smoke with Davis because that's easy work. And they know damn well they ain't going to let that boy get over there and get smoked by Tank. So cut the And he doesn't in. need to. What, what, I no, no, he don't need to. So, so the, biggest, the biggest name in the game is Canelo, right? Canelo mm-hmm. is like 50. I don't even know what this shit is. He got, he got 50, 50 fights, right? You don't want to know why, because they took his, they took their time with Canelo. He started fighting for championships, I think, when he was 23, uh, 20, 23, 24 years old. Ryan Garcia is 20 years old. But the difference is, when they introduced us, to, when Canelo was introduced to us, he already had about 35, near 40 fights. So by the time we seen Canelo for a good year or two, he was already starting to fight the guys that we needed to see him fight. I'm tired of this kid. I'm fucking tired of him, and I'm tired of seeing him doing that fast uppercut shit. And at 18 and 0, you should have been fought somebody by now. You know, why you fought somebody by now? I don't think so. I think let these guys, let these guys fight. Let these guys turn into men. First, you know, you know, you just want to see him get beat up. He he can't fight nobody right now. It just is what it is. See, we'll see where he is. He's a prospect. That's why he's calling himself a prospect. He still says he's a prospect. Dude, they, they headline him. Don't you see? Don't you see? That's how much. That's how many fans he has. Whether he's allowed to do that. Don't get mad at him exactly. for being a popular prospect. 
No, what I need to care about that for? What I need to care about? I'm a boxing fan. You don't have to. Just say you don't care about it. You don't have to hate on them. But that's not what what we're here for. You you and the romantics of it. What we're here for is for fighting. You know, he's not here to be like, well, he don't gotta. We don't. He don't gotta fight. You know, he could take it easy because it all comes back into the same bullshit that we. I got a question for you. He's. He's allowed. To I got a do question for you. If Shakur, because of his backing, right? If Shakur got backed up like this and he was fighting headliners, oh, do I, I have mean? No, well, do, I don't care do you about what color they are, Willa. No, no, I'm not. I'm going. just saying. Would you? No, no, I'm just saying. Would would we want him to fight bigger guys? Do you do you think he wouldn't do this? Like what? He's their prospects. They're getting up. They're turning into grown men. They're you know they are, so they they got to take their time. I don't know why you want. Well, why you think you need to fight and somebody? You fight champions special. by eighteen and zero. No, nowhere do what? a guy be in, in your. Canelo was a champion at eighteen and zero. Can we never seen Canelo at eighteen and zero, Willa? Canelo but didn't come he was in Mexico. Team. The Mexicans had seen him. God. His home country has seen him. This well, is our guy. Of, this is you... American guy. We haven't seen him, but he's American. Canelo got a big fan base. He didn't just all of a sudden get a get big fan play base. They've seen him come up. And we're watching this guy come up, and that's what De La Hoya is trying to do. He don't need to rush. There's no he's rush He's nowhere all. near. He's got three. Why is there not he a isn't. rush? That's how championships. Because he's 20 years old. If you go back old. and look at, we can use he's American stars old. in this sample. We can use American Ooh. stars. Yeah, we, we From can. Mayweather we to, can. to them all, by 18 and old, they fighting somebody. How old Any were they? Any of them. How old oh, were they? That's what I, we're I talking really about. They were probably around 20, 21. 18 and old, man. He That's that, at 20 years old? Oh, Victor Ortiz. I, I could go back just to uh, Victor Ortiz. Victor Ortiz was the guy you was at eight, you know, around by 21, 22, 23. He was on the scene fighting him to going to become a contender. You know, just, I don't mm-hmm. know, this guy's nowhere need I mean, a we've contender got, status. We've got young champions now. I think, uh, what's his name that got got caught with the sniff? He's twenty twenty one, right? Uh, David Benavidez? How old is he? There you go. He's twenty twenty one. He's twenty twenty one, but he's not that good. So he needs to develop. We see him. So I guess where my big gripe is sort of long. You you're just hating him because he's getting showcased. Is what you're saying? I am. Yes, absolutely. Okay. And he's and and he's getting showcased because people like you are enamored by how many followers he got and oh he can speak well. Who gives a shit? Right. I'm a fight fan. He's got star quality. He's a star. Oh, Why can't God, you appreciate man, a star, dog? <laughs> you are killing me. Said a he star, a star. But he can't. I, but but I admit that if he goes in there with Tank Davis, that's a washing. And he shouldn't wash, do that wash. right now. Yeah, let him get twenty. <sighs> let him get twenty three, twenty four. And then we'll is see. he ever going to be we'll a see. good fighter? Is he going to be a championship fighter? Uh, I think he'll get championships. Yes. Will, will he ever be the best? The good, Probably not. Will he be the good other good fighter? We'll see, man. Not at this point. What we're seeing now, he can't do it, but he's 20 years old. 
And he's got Eddie Reynoso, and we've seen what he's done with Canelo. That's a bad, bad man. Ready to sleep, Jacobs. Sleep that nigga, Jacobs. I'm with that. But my, I just don't want it. We, us as fans to start okaying the pretty boy who can appeal to a demographic. And you, you're selling his persona. I don't want boxing to start going down that lane, man. That That's just opening the door for bullshit. And then the fight fans, we the one that suffer. No, we ain't going to suffer because he's going to have to fight eventually, though. That's the thing. This yeah. is boxing. So you can only sell it for so long. Trust me, you can only True. sell it for so long. So, you know, it just is what it is. We're gonna see. That's the that's the good thing about boxing. You usually you you usually find out. You know. True, true. But I think hey, uh yeah. RC, whenever you're ready, I think we got a we got another caller on a two oh six number. Not sure who it is. <clears throat> but uh right. go there well, again. Let's, let's take let's take it to the two oh six and since they're rocking with us and let's see if they're gonna have the same High praise that you have for Ryan Garcia because uh, all I can say is I echo the sentiments of one from Southern California, JP, because uh, everything he said, preach, brother. But let's take it to the 206 and see what's good. 206, you're on uh, Outsiders Boxing Podcast. What's going down? What's up? What's up with y'all? Oh, I know. Oh, the Pacific Northwest. Seattle. Y'all's bullshitting. That's all. <laughs> yeah, man. That's why, um, glad, that's why, that's why I made sure. That's why I made sure I said that Canelo was getting was gonna sleep Jacobs. Ah, okay, okay, I got you. Yeah, Simon. Yeah, yeah. Willis, you know. Willis uh, giving a lot of praise for Ryan Garcia and taking shots at Deontay Wilder for funsies, and uh, yeah, uh, th- th- it's getting a little out of control. Um, I don't know if you seen the fight yet, or you didn't, because. We have the eye test that we all see with Ryan Garcia, and I'm not, I'm not buying, I'm not buying what Oscar and, and DeZone is trying to sell. So, your your thoughts on Ryan Garcia, and if you've seen his fight yesterday and his performance? Yeah, man. First off, JP, my, my man, JP, man, practice what you preach, man. Going in on uh, Willa Fakunin, but when Willa said Jacobs is going to sleep, you second that. So, hey, man, you know it is what it is, but. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Always a but, shot uh, right away. It's a shot I'm just saying, man. You know, I gotta, I gotta what point am, it out. Am I it's supposed out to there. pick all yeah. the black fighters? Am I supposed to? Pick no, all no. The black well, I'm just saying. But if you're gonna call somebody out about it, then damn. All of us. And then, and then, to be honest, that is. I don't think you know what Kunin means, son. I don't think you know. No, but no. But all I know is this. I do know what Kunin means, and I also know that Will is always talking about people going against black fighters, but he's picking a Mexican fighter to put a black fighter to sleep. That's what I'm saying. Sleep. That's but, not cooning. That's mm, not cooning. That's I do, but I know fight. what cooning. I'm just messing with you. I know what cooning is, dog. I know what cooning is, right. bro. I know what cooning is. Right. Yes, yes, I know. We we, we can do a whole different definition. We can do a whole show about a, it. At a campfire. <laughs> what? Cooning is making floors at a campfire. Oh, oh shit. Kind of, now that's kind of cool. It's kind of. That's funny. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, uh, what I will say is this. Um, Ryan Garcia, I mean, uh, you know, I'm a, it's, it's, it's one of those things where, like, I, I know what's going on, but, like, you know, it, it's, it's weird. Like, if you want me to, do you want me to assess him as a fighter or do you want me to assess him as a, 
you know, potential draw. You know what I mean? It just depends. If you, de- you know what I mean? You assess me as, assess, want me to assess him as a fighter, he's frail, exactly. and he's going to get destroyed, you know, when he does step up. I mean, he got, he struggled his last fight. You know, he's just a frail guy. You could just tell he's just, there's certain guys that you could just tell when they're in the ring. They just, they can dish it out, but they're never really ever going to be able to take it. You know, it was something I noticed back in the day about Lucian Butte. You know, and people used to wonder why, thinking I was hating on him and stuff like that. But it was just a guy I could tell that just couldn't take it. Whenever somebody would start laying hands on him, I knew that he would, you know, fold. And that's how I see a guy like Ryan Garcia. And he's he's around the divisions where there's a lot of young talent coming up. So it's like, is he going to be able to duck all those guys? You know what I mean? Is he going to be able to duck Shakur? Devin Haney, uh, Tia Fimo, Tank, De- like, if he can do that, then, yeah, he could probably pad his record to, like, 35-0 and 0 and all that. But it's like, if he gets in there with any of those guys, he is getting stopped. And depending on who he fights of those guys, he could fuck around and get stopped in the first round. Real, real talk. Or at least three rounds tops. You know what I mean? So let me ask you, but, Brian, let me ask you this. A normal trajectory for a fighter like this, 18 and 0, you're, you're showcasing, you're headlining. Is it the normal trajectory, like uh, about two to three fights from now, you take a hard championship level fight? You mean 20 to 30 fights? I'm saying <laughs> that's uh, what he I'm needs. A, <laughs> he needs 20 to 30, dude. Like, he can't, honest, how he can needs. we? How how can they give him 12 more fights and we keep buying into this? He, so for him to be 30 and 0, that's 12 more fucking fights. That's a lot of Ryan Garcia, man. We didn't have enough of him. Yeah. How, and this is where they went wrong. Like five years. Where they went wrong is I I didn't check it out. I have, I only saw a little bit of the – I was flipping back and forth with the ESPN fights and, you know, the basketball going on and shit like that. But, but I didn't really get to see that, but the zone card. But, you know, he was the headliner of that card. So when you start putting that guy at the headliner – we start having expectations. And with expectations, you have to live up to them. So, like you said, <laughs> you put them in like 12 more fights. I mean, people are going to start wondering, like, what's really going on here? They made a mistake. They should have never put them on no headliners. You know what I mean? Um, maybe co-main events, thing like that. But when you start putting them on headliners, we're going to be like, okay, you're saying he's this, you're saying he's that. He's the main event. Why aren't? Why isn't he stepping it up? You know, especially when the people around him are stepping it up, or at least more, at least looking more capable of stepping up one day. Like when I see a guy like Shakur, Devin Haney, Teofimo Lopez, all of them. Not saying that they would beat a guy that's a champion for sure, or this and that, but I would give them a better chance of doing it. He, I give him zero chance of even competing with a champion, you know? But if we look at it, we have to be honest. Look at Golden Boy's roster. Do they have any other choice but to push him? You know? They don't have options. Ouch, ouch, so ouch. they got to do this. They, they got to. You know what I mean? You can't, you can't um, put, essentially all their eggs are in one basket anyway. 
with Canelo. But Canelo can get knocked off on any night. You know what I mean? He's, no, any fighter can. So you have to start trying to bring up fighters behind him that can carry the torch for Golden Boy moving forward. In their Does opinion, Golden Boy even exist anymore, or have they just moved everything to the zone? They just it's, it's, Essentially, the zone is like HBO. You know? Golden Boy has a network deal with the zone. You know? The only difference is the name. There's no different, you know? And so, because um, if you notice, it seems like majority of their cards on the DAZN, on the zone has been Golden Boy cards since they signed with the zone. So it's kind of like an kind of sort of like an exclusive deal, like they had with HBO. But so I'm not I'm not mad at that part. You know the business side of it, what they're trying to do. But you know I just look at him and I just be like, man, like ah, this kid is. You know he's just not that good and he's frail. He's just he doesn't hit hard enough to where. He's going to be able to, like, keep guys off of him. He's not elusive enough to not get hit. It's just, it's just a matter of time. But, I mean, how, how long can they, like, how long could they realistic, realistically do it? And this is the thing. I don't think it's going to take one of those guys to beat him. I'm just saying mm-hmm. I think those guys I mentioned could just destroy him. I think he can get taken out by, you know, um, a cherry pick they're trying to make just to, you know, yep. Because last fight he struggled, you know what I mean. So I, mm-hmm. I just think it could happen literally any fight coming forth, you know, that he could just get mm-hmm. blasted out, and I would not be surprised. Willa loves him now. Willa, can you speak to this? Now we coming at you hard. Me and Simon is in agreement, so I'm feeling real heavy on you right now. You yeah. uh, Willa say he's a social media darling. He can do what he wants to do. Yeah, I think Sam agreed. Also, Sam also said, "How does how does he feel him as a, a potential draw?" That's all. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying this kid is a star. Does he have the boxing skills to make it happen? I say right now he doesn't have the boxing skills to make it happen. Can he get him? I don't know. But if he can, he's gonna be the he's gonna be the biggest guy in boxing. All those guys he named: Haney, Secure, uh, Benavidez. Uh, maybe maybe Josecito Lopez. I mean, not Josecito Lopez. Tiafimo. Maybe he can get he can get up there with his his brashness and his 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 talk. But if any of those guys, if all of those guys at the top of their games, um, Ryan Garcia would be the biggest. So I'm just riding with him now. So when he makes it, I'm with. The, I, I, I've been rolling with him the whole time. I understand the criticism. Mm-hmm. I understand he doesn't look that good in there. I'm gonna let him. I'm not mad that it's 2019. And Golden Boy has a deal, so they're going to put him on the zone card. These are on the zone. You've got to be looking for the zone to look at the zone. It's not on ESPN. He's not headlining real, t- uh, you know, the TV. He's on the zone. I'm not mad at him because while he's a prospect, he can do that, and the other guys can't. Because if they could, they would. So I'm not mad at that. Yeah. And the reason he can is because all of the things that you just named. His popularity, his followers, his uh, the way he looks, the way he talks, all of that, all that. So he's the boxing, boxing, Kim Kardashian, the Kim Kardashian of boxing right now. But we'll see what happens with him. Hey, I wanted to ask y'all. Um, I was I was in fear of the zone signing up these big names, then giving them like BS fights. And we talked about Fury going to go over there at ESPN and fight a bullshit fight, guys. We don't know. 
And so I think, what is it, Gennady got a TBA? No, Gennady got, Gennady got uh, Brandon Harris, Who? the winner of the contender. So he's the guy that won okay. the contender. Um, yeah, he's the fucking Conor yeah, McGregor. Who the fuck is that guy? Exactly. Yeah. All right. No, but you know what? We'll, we'll, get to that. we'll get to that one after this one, fellas, because I'm real curious of how you guys feel about this one. Uh, we'll start down the poll with, with Willa J.P., Simon Janelle, about Pulev and this sexual assault case that's happened. Now, it's 2019, fellas, and I know sometimes things could get misconstrued and, and, and taken not necessarily out of context, but in a certain type of way where people will take it however they so see their uh, 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 their own way of taking it. But, <clears throat> Will, I noticed you on social media have been, uh, been actively talking about it, and the, the woman, you know, well, <laughs> and there's video footage came out that seemed like they were freaking off in Studio 54 before she was sexually assaulted. Willa, I'll let you break this one down, taking the lead, because I'm. I want. I want to hear how you guys see this one because uh, it's not. It's not something that we're unaccustomed to, and in fact, tricking the book. And I think that uh, if if this was something that is coming about, and uh, Pulev is eventually going to get in a fight with Tyson Fury, oh yeah, you you have Tyson Fury looking like the fucking the people's champ again, taking out a sexual assault of a female. So Willa. What's going on with this, man? Well, uh, I think that was Wednesday we had the show. Uh, we talked about how after a fight, uh, Pulev, Kubrat Pulev was getting interviewed by this chick, Jenny Sushi. She's like this Asian-looking chick with big breasts and, like, real thick lips. And the whole time he he's uh, interviewing, you see him just, like, looking – Looks like what, what, you know, he's looking like he's just looking dead at her, like he's about to kiss her. He grabs her face and he kisses her. She's like, oh, my God, what happened? Blah, blah, blah. She comes out. I don't know how long ago. Well, this was Pula fought a couple of weeks ago, right? So she comes out. She has a press conference of how, you know, Pula, she never met him before. She said she's never met him before then. He, uh, he, uh, kissed her uh it was, it was very she was very embarrassed it was very unprofessional you know she said she worked she does she worked to do this blah 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 uh she worked hard to get to where she is she she kept on saying she came as a professional as a you know a, a part of the media then she said he also grabbed her butt cheeks right and with both hands and walked off and laughed so you know of course we get on here and the next the next day say it's not looking good you know it's not looking good for him. He released a, a thing saying that he had, he released a little statement saying that he had, he known Jenny Sushi, they were friends, and, you know, it's just a misunderstanding, you know, so blah, 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 whatever. So, uh, you know, we, we come on here on Wednesday, we say it's not looking good. You know, uh, me and JP are both on the thing like, hey, this guy that's out of line, that he did that, that's pretty crazy that he did that. But, Looks like hours after, you know, he said he invited her to a, a party. That was these things. That, I mean, that's what he said. They released footage of them hanging out afterwards, after the situation that happened. And she's grinding on a guy 
you know, her, her buttons are, you know, she's got like four buttons on buttons. The titties are poking out. She's grinding on the guy. They got him flashed out. You see uh, you see Pulev with the, I think he's with another chick talking. So she's grinding on this dude. And then she's like, oh, fuck. You can hear her say like, oh, fuck. Oh, we're not recording, are we? Looks very shady on her part. Now, I see this a couple of ways. I see it as it can be going two ways. The way she was saying professional and the way she was like, I didn't see the whole press conference and maybe I should have, maybe there was more, but I just saw the snippet of like the little part she said. And and she kept on using professional and, you know, she was, you know, she's coming over here as the, you know, uh, you, as a, as a part of the media, like it was her job and you can't have people, just friends kissing you while you're doing, trying to friends kiss you while you're doing your job. I can understand that maybe that's where she was going. I'm not sure. And you got to probably say, hey, as a woman in the game, you probably got to put it out there. Hey, y'all can't, you, you can't be doing this. Now, I wouldn't she said she didn't know. Him. You, you, well, yeah, you say, yeah. Well, you would take it that you're a man, but as her, maybe that's that, that could be how it is. You know, I could see that being because from what I saw, it never was like she was like, oh, uh, it was disgusting, or maybe, or maybe she did, but it looked like to me she might she was talking about unprofessional and how she's been doing this or, or whatever. That could be a that could be a point, but she also said she didn't know him and that. It, if somebody just harassed you and sexually assaulted you and you really didn't like it or you didn't know it or or whatever, or you didn't know them, you wouldn't really go out with them, you don't think, and party, and then be grinding, doing things that people would say could get you sexually assaulted, you know, hours later. It looked crazy. And, well, really uh, hey, to- that was just a fit, one part of it. We don't. They were partying. We don't know what else might have happened. <laughs> you know, what I'm you right. know? like so. So <laughs> you know, so it can be both ways. I can see maybe you know what I'm saying. I can see how it can be fucked up, and she could just be like, like, hey man, you can't be out here kissing me no matter who you are. Really, that's what if she came out there and said, hey, you can't be out here doing this no matter if I know you or not. I'm a professional. Uh, you wouldn't do this. They wouldn't allow a man to do this or something like that. I could see her coming out like that. But when she, to be part, it just looks crazy. I can see both sides. She's got to explain herself. Uh, but yeah, we'll she looks like an opportunist, man. She looks like that's what it is, you know. She looks. She, she does. You know, she looked like she's. She looked like she's had some plastic surgery probably done on her, so she probably needed trying to get some extra money to pay off her bills. You know, you know it's unfortunate, but also Pulev ain't. You know, Pulev can't be. You know, it goes like you said. It goes both ways. You know, like. Pulev can't just be kissing women that are covering boxing. You know what I mean? You just can't be doing that because that's where the professionalism goes away. And then, but with her making it seem like she was a victim, she tried to, she tried to, you know, act like a victim of it. Like she got kissed, she was offended by it, and she went off and, you know, was not happy about it and just went on the about the rest of her day. And that then decided, oh, okay, I want to, you know, file charges or whatever you want to call it, right? But that's not what she did. So, obviously, you weren't that offended by it. And then the video comes out and everything. So, you know, she, she's obviously, you know, um, 
you know, has an agenda and has, you know, something, something going on. But, you know, these athletes, man, these, these athletes, celebrities, all that, man, they got to learn from this, man. Like, you got you to gotta keep your shit tight, man. You got to know who you're dealing with and just understand what's going on because these days if people can, um, you know, you know, extort you or whatever you want to call it, they'll try to do it. Not saying that athletes or celebrities or whatever never do this type of stuff. I'm not going to go that far. But there's also the other part going the other way, which are people trying to get get some out of you. And you know, uh, you know, uh, not saying I know that this is the same thing, but like I don't know if y'all heard about Porzingis, come the recent allegations against Porzingis about a woman saying she raped he raped her. You know, hey, we don't we don't know the details. The details are going to come out eventually, but the woman is claiming that he raped her hours after he tore his ACL, you know? So, you know what I mean? Like, like that's kind of like, hmm. I've never, I don't know if any of y'all had, have y'all ever had, a, any of y'all had a major knee injury? You know what I mean? I haven't. Yeah, I had ACL. You surgery. know? Okay, yeah. so when you, yeah. when you tore your okay. ACL, like, how was your, how was, how were, like, when it initially happened, how were you feeling? Yeah, was your was no, your yeah, bust out still Yeah, no, I could. I don't, that's what I was talking about. Yeah, I I don't know if I could. Yeah, I was hurt. But you know, yeah, you, you know what I mean. So, you know, she also said that he 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 was supposed to give her sixty eight thousand and then renege. That's why she came up. That's yeah. why she came back. Yeah, yeah. They, now there's talking like he his side of the story is that she's she's been trying to extort him for a while now. And he's not um, he's not willing to do it. That's why she because I guess you know this happened over a year ago when it happened when he tore his ACL, and this whole time mm-hmm. she didn't come out with anything till now. So it just depends on what you believe. Was she try, was he trying to pay her off the whole time, or was she trying to extort him the whole time? Because she took a long time to finally come out with the charges. But you know, you know this story coming out with with the Jenny Shushi, and then that story where. She's claiming she got raped by a guy that just tore his ACL like a few hours before. I mean, these are some crazy stories, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, whoa. But uh, I, I think the, the the Jenny Sushi girl, she should. Um, I think she shouldn't be allowed to be uh, credentialed anymore. You know what I mean? Because she, you never know what she's about. I mean, I've never really seen her before. You know what I mean? Like on boxing videos or any of this. All of a sudden, she just popped up, and uh, yeah. the first thing she's known for is accusing, I mean, uh, or, or, you know, trying to file charges against a boxer that did kiss her. I mean, we can't deny that. That happened. But she's claiming one thing, and then after, she's grinding on a dude after, you know, giving him a lap dance. So what's really going on here? I, I, I think she might be out here trying to just, you know, come up on these dudes, man. You know, so boxers ain't in. really the smartest dudes anyway, you know? So let me tag in. Let me tag in, Simon. So first of all, I start to wonder about, like Simon saying, Jenny Sushi's relations into this this whole how how she get the job. You know where she come from. We haven't seen her. She hasn't been around boxing. You got this chick kind of with her tits out. Um, definitely being inappropriate, inappropriate behavior. Now. Uh, Pulev came out with that Wednesday, or I think it was, and did say uh, in a Twitter on Twitter he said um, she's a friend, and she even celebrated with him after 
after the fight. Man, I, I, I'm, I, I guess I'm going as far as to start to think, like, is boxing still some old, some old school type of place where you have um, practice, practices like a woman who kind of has to be sexual in the workplace to have the job? Because Jenny Sushi was obviously in that back thing doing grinding. If this was some real journalist, they don't act like that. This is someone who cares about their profession. Who who does that? This is behavior you never see from any woman who has a real job somewhere. So is Jenny Sushi just like some chick? They kind of got, oh, yeah, we'll give her, but she knows she got to be the little hoe for the night. Like, you know, some type of thing like that. She kissing dudes, grabbing her by her face and just, you know, he kind of grabbed her face like to the to the point where when I look at that, it's like she didn't suck some dick before damn near. And then she she in the back grinding and but everybody around too. It ain't like it's in privacy. She grinding kind of with that nasty way, like she for the team. She here for the team. That's what it looked like to me. So I'm just yeah, like that was round her. two. You know, she got done with round one already. She about to go to round yeah. three. You know, <laughs> you know, and she 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 partying with the, with the team. She's top ranks little flips for the night or whatever it is. That's that's one thing I just start to wonder about. But unfortunately, this this thing. It's pretty cut and dry here, guys. This all this thing come down to yes, this woman is um, behaving really inappropriate at the workplace. Shit you never see before. Does it look confusing now that these new developments come out? Yeah, I've seen a picture where it looked like she had her hand on Pulev's dick. You know what I mean? Yeah, that was fake. Okay, so but it's confusing and. To, for Pulev to even do that, you wonder, like, does he just do this to random women? But we obviously come to find out there's a relationship. But, again, very simple, simply cut and dry. Now, Pulev dumb for, you know, doing it while a camera's rolling. You're a fucking idiot, Pulev, for that. But, two, because he's going to get in trouble at any time for that anywhere in the world. I don't know anywhere in the world, but here in the United States and today's, yeah, you're getting in trouble for that. But, two, all this is about is consent. Now, a woman can say, hey, you can hit, but put it in once. You can only put it in once. And you put it in twice, you just raped her because it's against her consent at that point. You know, so if Sushi didn't say she can, he could kiss her, she wasn't, you know, giving him the okay, and he did that, that's all it comes down to is consent. And she got him. You know, she got him. Her behavior is inappropriate. It's misleading. But she could give him a blowjob and say, don't kiss me. And if he kiss her. You just broke consent. So it's really that simple, man. He fucked up. You know, you can't do that. It's all about consent when you get when you come down to the formal letter of the law. That's all it is. Hey man, let me hit y'all with another angle. Okay. Look, uh, you know, Pulev is a good fighter, you know, um, top ten level heavyweight, but not a superstar in boxing, you know. And um, you know, we saw what happened with him, a, a woman hanging out with him that's supposedly in the media uh, grinding on dudes and his crew. So not saying that this is happening, but if he was able to get her to hang out with him, what do you – I mean, what are the, poss- the many possibilities that could be happening with other women in boxing? Not saying it is. I've never seen any of the women be unprofessional on camera yet like the way she has for let's say what, what maybe could be happening with 
a superstar in boxing behind the scenes. You know what I mean? I'm just saying. You know? Pulev got her to come hang out with them later. And we're talking about Pulev, homie. You know? Yeah. Pulev. Yeah, it's a trip. <laughs> you, know, you know, we're not talking Canelo, Anthony Joshua, uh, and on and on and on. Name the guys. You know who the guys are. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This guy got this woman to hang out with him. And we know that there's all, there are women in boxing, and they sh- there should be. I mean, it should be an equal opportunity workplace and all that, and that's cool. But but I'm just saying, bro, this dude, she, she's uh, she's doing that with him. What are the other possibilities that could be going on? I'm just saying, you know? Man, hey, we, we ain't got to take it that far. She, now, now, let's get it straight. She wasn't grinding on Pulev. In fact, Pulev in the video isn't even looking at her. If you look at Pulev, it looks like he might have wanted to try to hit. If you look at his face, he might have wanted to try to hit, but his partner got it. That's the vibe that I No, get. I know, but I'm saying Pulev's crew. I said Pulev's crew. But I'm saying yeah, but we she's don't know there only was. because of Pulev. I'm saying she's only there because no, of Pulev. She might be there because that guy's, got a, that guy's a rich-ass Russian guy with a lot of money. We don't know who that guy was. So let's not we, – we might – I'm no, what I'm saying, that event, that event was – No, I feel what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. I'm just not. I'm just not going to take it that far. You know, we've got women listening to the show. It's not a, a shout no, out. No, I'm not saying, and I'm not. Play. I'm not disrespecting. But what I mean is, we're not going to. I'm not. Look, we're what, not going to take it. What there. I'm saying, listen, listen. What I'm saying is, we didn't know her from anything until last week, right? Or whatever that fight happened. And she right, gets kids. Another, she's claiming one. There's another Asian girl that we that I've never heard of, and she's like. Yeah, I interviewed Pulev. Yeah, it was another Asian girl that they, they they were saying was Jenny Sushi. So they were attacking her because they sort of looked the same. There's there's probably a lot of people we we've never heard of in uh in boxing because that was another Asian girl I've never heard of, and she was like, yeah, I I interviewed him, but he didn't kiss me. So there's a lot of there's a lot of women doing this that we're not just we're not just seeing. It seems like they are Asian women. Yeah, I'm I'm just saying that like. Uh, what I'm saying is that anything is possible. I'm not. I, I'm not saying. I never said a person. No, you're right. I never said a woman's name. I never said a woman's name in boxing. I never out outright accused anybody. I'm just saying this woman came out of nowhere, saw an opportunity, and tried to exploit. You know what I'm saying? So that's all. And it was Pulev. I'm talking about Pulev here. You know? I just think the <laughs> behavior. The behavior lends itself because no woman in her right mind. Who I don't give a damn if you work at McDonald's. Nobody just start grinding on somebody while they on the clock. So just that <laughs> exactly. behavior, you know, exactly. just her, her fucking behavior leads me to just question, why is you even here? You know, you got dudes grabbing you by your, your face. You grab a woman like that who, who you didn't, you know, been real intimate with. You know, she didn't gotten real nasty with you. You know, so I don't know. Somebody grabbing her ass, she back there grinding. It just make me at least question. I'm not implying. I'm questioning. What's your affiliation at this event? You know, and I just hope yeah. Those, and it's not that hard to get boxing credentials. Experience. You know, yeah. let's be honest. It's not that hard to get them. So that's what I mean. And I'm talking no, about I got for male, male boxing media or female. It's not that hard to get it. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. You got a lot of people that are independents, you know, working in boxing media, and whether they're good or not, and they're they're getting credentials into these events. So that's what I'm saying. It's like it's not that hard to get in these events. There's not it's not that hard to quote unquote cover an event. 
So after that, anything is possible. You know what I mean? So that, I'm just like I said, I, I've never really seen her before. I never seen her before until then, and it was like okay. And then all this came up out of it. You know, you know, kiss uh, a video of her giving a dude a lap dance and accusations of. Whatever you know what I mean, or accusing this and that, and two and having two totally different sides of a story. One accusing her, you know, saying this is this is what happened, you know, and I, you know, I didn't really know the guy like that, and then him saying uh, a totally different story, and just based off the evidence, his story does seem more believable. It does, yeah, you know. So yeah, so but a friend of his that he parties with is also the media person. If that's if we are to go down that road, which is very odd, you know the media but person let's, just let's doesn't party real. with teams camps. Let's let's keep it one hundred. They do party with the team camps. Like uh, you know, you see all these things where these guys are always there. They're around. They're partying with them too. They're doing the same thing. They're out there smoozing with these guys. That's how they're getting exclusive uh, exclusive interviews. You know, they just okay. don't got no pussy, so they can't use that for it. But they all doing the same thing. Oh you know, yeah, yeah. You know, that's what I mean. So now we're implying the male side and the female side. There's a lot of so there's now, a lot of male people in the boxing media that obviously gravitate to a certain camp, and they're biased for that camp, and they're going to put out certain coverage and certain you know uh, narratives to make that camp look a certain way, and and that's what they do. And that's how they get into these fights, and they get exclusive coverage. You know. So are are you implying, Willa, that you know women to get these gigs and these and on these platforms no. have to be sexual? No, no, no. I'm not implying that. I'm just saying okay. some some would. I mean, some will. Women, some, like me. some women are going to use the pussy to get to get what they want. That is what it is. I mean, that's that just is what it is. I'm not just going to say they all doing it, and I'm not going to say she did it. There, we don't know what happened. She might have not have known this guy. She might have. This other rich Russian guy who's got millions of dollars is talk, talking about hollering at her. So who knows? We don't know the story. It looks crazy. And she's I like, fuck the side. job. If I got a chance. So then that's a, she's like, man, fuck this job. Yeah, I got that's a show. chance she's at You know? That's I got a question. How is that, how is that unprofessional if you're after, after, you're, you're after hours? Hanging out, grinding with somebody that the, this boxer knows. Willow, you are a you're a me, a person of the media. You cannot break that line and be seen as a floozy. You 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 get. I mean, that's simple, right? I mean, you can't be out there wanting somebody to take you seriously and then you're grinding and shit. I mean, that's just right. And, uh, and that could crazy. be. And that could be why she was. At, I, I, I mean, I, I can understand that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's you don't crazy. see you don't and see Aaron Andrews recorded fucking around with football yeah, every, players yeah, and shit off the clock. Yeah, every, the only thing you have in the media is your credibility. That's the only thing you have. Once you lose that, yeah. you just ain't the same, man. That's the only thing you have if you're a member of the media. You know? Now, what what everybody gonna say about her now? Like, we gonna really take her seriously? It's like, get your ass on back here in this in this room and see what it do. That's what they want to see. With <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nobody trying to get no interviews. Like after that interviews, we gonna see what it do because we know what you about. Because you ain't no, you ain't Hannah Storm, motherfucker. You ain't uh, and that's, and that's you know probably, Doris Burke. And that could be why she had to sue. 
Yeah. Oh yeah. See now that's perfect. You know, right hey, there. now yep. now now you done did this. Even yeah, why we are friends and I am knocking you down, but why did you kiss me like that in front of everybody? Now I got the suit. I didn't want that. Yeah, because you didn't fucked it up for me now. Because now everybody right. know I'm just a hoe. Now I got to get you. Exactly. Hey, now, now I got to get you right. <laughs> and she, hey, and and that's and that's her prerogative, man. So you know everything can be true, man. Everything in this whole situation can be true. Yeah, she might have yeah. never met Pula. She might have not wanted to get kissed. He might have grabbed her on the ass. She might have went out. She might have grind. She well, we we know she went out. We know she grinded with this guy. Then she might have thought about it like, God damn, I can't let this fool. Even though I did grind on him, I can't let this fool uh, hold me like this. I'm done. It's over for me. Yep. Now I gotta suck everybody up. <laughs> oh, she definitely was second guessing. Oh, definitely. <laughs> hey. <laughs> oh shit. A slippery slope. Hey, she was definitely second guessing because she was like, "Are oh, you guys filming?" I was like, "Oh, uh, you know." Uh, yeah. Hey, a little exactly. perks, man. I mean, shit. If you a fighter and you know when you fight at this card, that little Asian don't be back there. You feel me? I'm I'm definitely fighting that night. You know. Oh uh, shit. That's all that is. A little little perks. Yeah. yeah, people are definitely going to be looking out for her, man. You know, fighters, fighters teams, managers, you know, they're going to be, <laughs> oh, man, what's up with that over there? You know, they go, oh, yeah. what's up with the that after Asian, party man. later, you know? And like a Chung Lee going to be there because I'm fighting that night. Make sure y'all have Chung Lee there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yo, I mean, I, I, I agree with everything that each and every one of you said. But, but we'll leave it at that. That way we don't, you know, lose out on some possible sponsorship moving forward. <laughs> Things like that. We know what time it is. You know, no one believes that Denver, Colorado, Kobe Bryant did something that was against someone's will. But sometimes it just bees that way. So we'll leave it at that. Um but before we uh, get ready to wrap it up, fellas, um, we got uh, Terrence Crawford talks heating up, and we'll touch on that for a second before we end the show with giving a farewell to Lamont Peterson. Terrence Crawford has been vocal about the fact that he wants to face Earl Spence to prove that he's the best at the welterweight division. Bob Arum which I don't know if it was Bob Arum actually on Twitter, but saying that, Al Heyman, do I have to call you? Or are you gonna or how are we gonna do this? Seems like the Bob father who was the 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 uh road bump in the middle of the road for so long with the Mayweather Pacquiao uh negotiations that was five years past his prime seems that he's uh willing to make this one happen with uh Earl Spence and Terrence Crawford. Oh, start with you, Willa. Uh, obvious super fight. I would rather see Crawford and Spence over Wilder Joshua at this particular point in time. But it seems like if all goes according to plan for Terrence Crawford by taking out Amir Khan, that, uh, hey, we might have that one happening. Um, what is the likelihood of this one actually going down to you, Willa? Man, they're both talking. They're both talking a lot about it. 
I really I don't want to get my hopes up. You know, I'm still giving it. I'm I'm still saying it's a 45 percent chance that it happens. But it seems like they're both talking about it. Seems like both of these guys want to be the best. And if it can happen, it can happen. It'll be a good fight. I'm really I'm still leaning that it doesn't happen. But it seems like you know a lot of talk is going on, and there's a lot of talk going on with about Manny and Floyd also. So I'm the percentages are about the same. I'm leaning I'm leaning on them. I'm leaning at uh, the, them not happening, but it's looking like they, they are. The more they talk about it, the more the buzz gets up, the more likely it is to happen. But, so we'll see. All fights can be made. Any fight can be made. Ryan Garcia said it best at an interview after his uh, second-round knockout I mean, I mean, I of uh, Jose Lopez. said any fight can be made. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, okay. JP. Your thoughts on this whole yeah, situation going down? Because I, I'm, I'm, I feel willing. I'm not trying to get my hopes up, but my hopes are starting to reach up more so, sooner than I thought would be later. Nah, man. If I'm Al Heyman, I have absolutely zero incentive to fight Terrence Crawford. I still ain't even fight fought the dudes on my side of the fence. What I'm gonna throw them a bone for? That would be doing them a giant favor. Terrence Crawford is at the point where they just have to be keeping Errol Spence's name in their mouth because Errol just went out of the ballpark on him. Errol just went pay-per-view. Errol just did good numbers. Errol just left where the same atmosphere where he and Terrence once probably were together as far as, you know, notoriety and who's the bigger star. So now Terrence, in my estimation, is looking up at Errol. But just to remain relevant, he got to keep his name in the same on the same, you know, echelon with Arrow right now. But, you know, it's just to stay relevant. He in a tough spot over there, man. We talked about it, Gilligan's Island. Uh, he alone. And Arrow still ain't even fought Keith. He ain't fought Sean. He ain't fought Ugas. He ain't fought whoever, you know, the list goes on and on, Danny Garcia. So if I'm Al Heyman, I have zero incentive to fuck with them niggas, man. I'm letting them bake over there. They can cook. For however long they want to, bro. I got plenty inventory over here. I don't need you. So Alan, I mean Bob's and uh, Crawford's. Their their job is gonna be to make them have to fight them. It's gonna be. It's gonna have to be us as fans who make it. Who make that happen? Because they got plenty inventory to not do that for at least four years, three years, easy. So it's going to be something that the public has to demand. But Terrence is going to have to make us demand it. Does Do they have the inventory at top rank to keep us saying, man, he's good, he's good, because, you know, he can't keep fighting. He's, you know, kind of middle, mid, mid-tier fighters. It doesn't make us egg it on for, you know, it doesn't make us. Terrence is in a spot where if he's not fighting good competition, and then we just lose the, the luster for him a little bit, or it just stays the same. We we want a little more arrow right now because we just seen him do something win it in, in a spectacular fashion in some degree. So for me, man, no, it's not going to happen. There's no reason for it to happen. This is just you know top rank, you know, doing what they got to do to stay stay in the conversation, man. Shadow sign, you uh, uh, looking at this one as a possibility? Of, of things actually getting to that point, or is it all smoke and mirrors? 
uh, yeah, I think more, more than likely smoke and mirrors, but uh, because of, you know, the fact that they, they do have that roster over at PBC. You know, I think the more um, interesting thing to look at moving forward is, you know, Spence, it's like Spence can only really fight three guys over at PBC, in my opinion, in which we wouldn't be, we wouldn't say, you know what, he's ducking Crawford. So he he can he can fight Sean next. I don't have a problem with that fight. Uh, or he can fight Manny next. I don't have a problem with that fight because even though I know, I I do have a problem with the fight, but I know why he'd take it, and I know every other every other welterweight, including Crawford, would take that fight also. So I'm not gonna knock him for that bigger money fight than all these guys, whatever. So I wouldn't knock him for that either. And then Thurman. So, But besides that, if he takes any other fights in between before he fights Crawford, it's a duck. It's a duck no matter what, how you look at it. It's a duck. So, but if he takes those fights, you won't hear me complain. I'll be like, all right, he's, you know, he's making, he's making sense in terms of either unifications or money, business, because I'm not going to tell a man to go and make less money uh, when he can make more money. So do that. But if he takes any other fight, man, it's a duck on Spence. And Spence is going to have – Spence and his Colt are going to have to hold that L if he does because when you call yourself strap season, man down, boogeyman, you will have to be held to those standards, whether you like it or not. So we'll see what happens. I don't expect it to happen next. I expect it to happen more – unfortunately, more likely – late 2020, and uh, I think he'll fight Sean Porter next. We'll see what happens in that fight. Um, and I think now Crawford, on the other hand, whoo, man, he's, he, it's a tough one for Crawford, man. There was talk he was going to fight the guy, Egus, who fought last night. He fought to a draw. He wasn't looking good in that fight. How do you put him in there with Egus, you know? Crawford's going to have to probably look for somebody else to fight. I don't know who that is. And just keep it going. Just keep, you know, get through Khan, keep yourself busy, fight another guy. And then when that time comes, you know, break down that door and fight these guys over at the PBC. If I was them, I would try to give one of the PBC guys, uh, basically try to overpay one of the PBC guys to fight him, whether it's a, Porter, if Porter's not fighting Spence, maybe Danny Garcia, just overpay him to the point where they would take the fight, probably put it on a cold pay-per-view promotion and make that happen because if you look at top ranks roster, if you look at the other welterweights in the in the um in in you know in the division that are not with PBC, there's not much there. So I don't know what Crawford's gonna do. He's gonna have to start coming up with some um better ideas or some new, uh, you know, strategies into getting an, getting an opponent because, like, you know, JP said, it's like he's on an island, and that's just what it is. So we'll see what happens. Uh, um, I, I just, I just want to see some good fights. That's all. No, I, I'm with you, man. It, it seems like the the, the – the pits will be going in the wind for Terrence Crawford with the stables that they have over there at top rank. Yeah, Bob Arum's going to pay him some good money, but when it comes to the uh, credentials of what opposition is in the ring with them, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough because PBC does have that stable, uh, unlike top rank over there. You know, um, I know there's whispers about 
uh, Jose Ramirez moving up and, and and possibly facing him. I think that fight could that could have some buzz to it, but um, it's, it's not going to have the same type of buzz if it was a, a, a Spence, a Porter, Garcia. You know, those the likes of those guys that are over there at PBC might have to uh, not necessarily take a pay cut, but overpay, like you said, to get somebody uh, across the ring with them. So, um, yeah, I, I hope they could get something done. But, you know, we know how this game goes. So we'll see how that whole thing works. Now, Willa, um, <clears throat> we had Sergey Lippinets take the manhood of one Lamont Peterson. And as we always do, when they hang those gloves up to end this show the right way, for one Lamont Peterson, we got to hit that. We got to hit that. Can we get that play? Championships in two different weight classes in the WBA and IBF from 2011 to 2015. Went out on a bad one, getting the towel thrown in at the same time when he was getting his ass on the canvas. Well respected. Much respect to Lamont Peterson for the work he's put in. But unfortunately, good sir. Time to saddle up and ride off into the sunset under his own terms. Also, the terms of boxing of the way he went out. But I salute Lamont Peterson for the punching in and punching out as far as clocking in and clocking out that he did in the sport of boxing. Willa? Lamar Peterson, man, he gave us a lot of memories. You know, like he said, he probably beat Danny Garcia, gave him a run for his money. But he retired. He got uh, he retired against uh, Earl Smith Jr. Limpinets gave him that work, so he had to, you know, he had to call it quits. Lamar Peterson gave us some good fights, man. I think he got a split decision. With Amir Khan, I think that sort of gave him that boost. Um, we'll see what happens, but I'm glad that, you know, I'm glad that he went out and he he didn't get killed, man. So we'll see him next time on the other side. JP? Uh, well, Lamont, damn good career, man. You have to, with a guy that we, held in the top 10 of the welterweight division for probably about a decade, you know, very competitive when he was competitive, uh, hated how to, how I had to see him go. Um, just, just, I feel like he never filled his cup all the way. I never really knew who he was. 
You know, sometimes he was a slick fighter. Sometimes he was a bulldozer type. Never quite knew who I was going to get. Felt that, you know, he never got to be the champion that he should have been or I seen the potential that he had in him. But nonetheless, you know, definitely a respectable career that any fighter would love to have had. Final words for the farewell into the sunset, which Lamont Peterson is riding into. Hey, all things good. All things good must come to an end. You know, uh, Lamont had a good career. I wouldn't say great career, but you know, he he did uh, show us some things about other fighters that are in boxing. You know, he he exposed Amir Khan's lack of inside game. You know, he exposed. Um, he made a name for uh, Lucas Matisse by getting you know sparked out in three rounds or whatever. He exposed Danny Garcia's lack of boxing skills and foot movement. And he exposed Errol Spence's quote-unquote one-punch knockout power because, you know, Lipinitz was able to damage him pretty bad, just like probably be worse than uh, uh, Spence did. So, you know, got some questions moving forward about man down. Well, I wish him the best in his future endeavors. Good career, as Brian mentioned. And able to go out on the microphone instead of go out in the hospital as far as calling it quits is uh, it's always a plus. So, fellas, I think we, we covered it all today. And I wanted to end the show on this note being the farewell to Lamont Peterson. Another one bites the dust as Willis started off the show saying, but in a respectful manner. This game is the hurt business and it's unforgiving. So, speaking for myself in the San Joaquin Valley of Central California, Houston, Texas, Southern California, the Pacific Northwest, New York, we are the Outsiders Boxing Podcast, and just like Lamont Peterson, we are out.